Hi everyone, good morning. Welcome to Talks with Nikki O. Well, it could be morning, afternoon, evening, depending on what country you're watching from. And what I want to do on these Monday mornings is just give you a wake-up call. How about that? It's a bit different. It's casual, it's light, so enjoy it. You could be watching from your bed, on your way to work, on your way to school. Uh, whatever it is that you're doing, I want you to participate. And what I want to discuss in these talks are proposals things for you to go away and think about. I want you to just hear me out. You may not agree with everything that I have to say, but I want you to think with me. I want you to listen, I want you to reason, and come up with a solid conclusion on how you lead your life. Can we work with that? Yeah? So today, like I said, I want to speak about mental toughness, the ability to wake up every day and feel the need to fight. And why would somebody need mental resilience? If you're on the road of success or you're trying to build something or you're trying to become anything in life, you're going to need resilience. Resilience gives you enough power to wake up and fight for every day. And I say these things because of the position that I'm in even as a leader and how I've managed to get this far leading so many young women and so many young men. I've had to build up enough capacity. I've had to build up mental resilience. Uh, and mental resilience, I think, is keeping us sane. It gives you the ability to think about how you attack the day. Um, and I remember one of the things that my mentor and leader shared um, on one of his stories on Instagram was life is unfair. I think the minute you clock that life is unfair is the minute you can get up and begin to fight for what you truly believe in. Now, that's tough because everything around us on a day-to-day -day basis is almost like a resistance going against everything you believe in, everything you're trying to fight for. Uh, so that in itself is problematic. How do you overcome that? It starts off by what you feed your brain, what you feed your mind. Whatever comes on the inside will be an expression of what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. So for example, if you're trying to build a business or you're trying to build something that you feel will reform the world or change the way people do things, you have to go through the battles that make what you're trying to do relevant. If you haven't gone through those certain battles, then again, what validates what you're trying to do? Let me give you some examples so that you can go away with practicalities uh, and ways to do certain things. Um, for example, we're trying to build um, what I want to call one of the biggest um, business hubs that we've seen in the world. That in itself is a challenge because it means I'm going up against systems that already exist and that have existed for a very long time. So what I have to do now is teach myself on a day-to-day -day basis with leadership on how Number one, I build people. Number two, how I build myself and how I hold on to the things that I am confident in and believe in and keep going with it. Because like I said, on a day-to-day -day basis, everything around us is challenging what we believe in. So I've got to be tough enough and believe enough in what I'm building. And it's leadership that's helped me to do that. How did leadership help me to do that? By showing me the examples. I've seen PT lead people. I've seen Pastor Toby take me by the hand and show me how to go through certain phases in life. So that was my training number one. I had to see first. 
The second thing that I had to do, I had to isolate myself and have tunnel vision. I have to see what I'm trying to achieve and believe that it can be achieved with the very little things that are in front of me. Number three, I think I just had to believe in myself. Now that's tough because on a normal day, most of us don't believe in ourselves. We believe in the things that have been created around us. I had to believe that I have the capability to lead many people, number one, and to even build things that the world can look at and say, that young lady did it in a very short space of time. Those three things, I think, for now, is what I will touch on, are some of the most toughest things and most simplest things, actually, that we would struggle with on a day-to-day -day basis. Waking up and believing that you can do, it's a fight. Waking up and believing that you can start something that the world eventually will look at as the solution to their everyday problem is a fight. But once you've understood the fight and taken on that fight, you've now got to look at the things around you that you're going to use to build or use to um, be the things that you help leverage you on your road to success or on your road to building whatever it is that you're trying to build. So these Mondays, really what I want to do is use examples, use day-to-day -day practical things to show you how to get to the places that you're trying to get to in life. And now, I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. I'm telling you it's going to be a fight. That's why you need mental resilience. That's why you need mental toughness. Without mental resilience, you would not have the power to go through tomorrow. You would not have the power to even handle what's happening to you today. For someone like me, I had to sit down from time to time and really think with myself, really close everything off, and really be sure about what it is I'm trying to do. Now, for some of you that follow me on Twitter, you would see what I'm trying to do now. I want to raise 20 million in six months. Now, it's going to take mental resilience. It's going to take a lot of self-belief, a lot of self-determination, and yes, a lot of words for me to get there, but I'm going to knock down every door until I get somewhere. Now, if you can't wake up with that kind of mindset, it's likely that what you're trying to build may be too small. It might be that what you're trying to build isn't, you haven't thought about it enough. It may not be as relevant as you think it may be, so you may have to go back and check the things you think you're trying to build. Now, when you see the clarity of what you're building, so I've told you 20 million in six months, it sounds almost impossible. It sounds like, how? Where will you even start from? But like I said, now that I've got the team around me, I've heard leadership, I've seen leadership say things like, life is unfair. The minute you hear things like that is the minute you start placing demand on certain things. I'm now looking at it saying that life is unfair. What do I now need to do to make it fair for the things I'm trying to achieve? Like I said, you build people. You build ideology in people. You make them believe the things that you believe in because I now know I can't do 20 million by myself. So I've got a team of people I'm working with and every day I'm speaking to them and I'm influencing them, not by just manipulating words, but actually words that make them feel that they can do, they can achieve. 
That kind of mindset causes all of us to be in sync. So I've got somebody um, messaging this person. I've got somebody creating pitch decks. I've got somebody else doing the creativity. I've got somebody on the legal side. All of us are coming together to fight on the very thing that is going to get us closer to the ultimate vision. But like I said, I couldn't do that without leadership or mentorship. Mental resilience has to be tried and tested. You have to go through the fire. You have to see things fail in order for you to see things win. You see, I think in our community, we looked at failure as, that's it, you failed, don't do it ever again. I think failures or many failures are stepping stones to great successes. Most of the great winners in life are the people that have achieved great things. You would, you would see their story of failure and the things that they've gone through and how it's attributed to who they are today. I can give you many failure examples, even down to things like targets where we failed, where we've not achieved. But actually, every failure opened up our eyes to teach us how to do things better. Or even if you don't want to say better, but different. And in those differences, we found ways to make ourselves more successful. Are you understanding what I'm saying this morning? So that when you're looking at your day-to-day -day challenge today, or you're on your way to work, or you're at work, and you're looking at the problem in front of you, you're not saying, I can't do it. You're looking at this as an opportunity to say, I'm going to fight it through. I may not understand it now. It may not look achievable right now, but I know that I have the capacity because of what I'm building up on the inside of me to face this problem head on and eventually get the result that I'm trying to get. In most cases of success, it's not the result that is the main thing. It's actually the process in how you got to that result. It's mental resilience that got you there. Mental resilience is how you cope, how you manage with life stresses how you take on certain fights, how you deal with these battles, how much you believe in yourself to go through these battles and achieve the results that you're trying to achieve. So don't let anybody manipulate you or bamboozle you to believe that life is just gonna be a smooth sailing course. No, that's very good. And good is okay. But I've told the team around me, <clears throat> I don't just wanna be good. Or I don't just want to do things that are good. I want to do things that are right. Because I've clocked that actually good is the enemy of great. And if I'm truly going to be great, then I've got to go through certain things that may not look right to everybody else. But it's right for what I'm trying to achieve. And in that, there may be some calamities. And I'll give you another example. I was watching Mark Zuckerberg the other day. And he had gone through a trial. And what happened was there was a particular country that were being advertised on Facebook. And that advertisement was quite negative. And it caused for that particular country to go through, um, I want to say, an attack. And many people, like, it was claimed that many people died as a result of what was posted on Facebook in regards to that country. Now, in height of all of that, what Mark Zuckerberg found, in as much as many people were in a position of being attacked, he saw the power of advertisement. And as a result of that, now Facebook has become one of the biggest, most lucrative online social media platforms that help business promote and advertise. 
But what he's had to do, having gone through that issue or that problem, he's had to go back and strategize how advertisement is being done. He's now putting things like rules and regulations, what type of advertisements can go out. But he's not stopped advertising as a result of that problem. He's just put in measures to protect. So what do I mean by saying that? Does it mean that because a country went through a problem and they were attacked that we stopped advertising altogether? No, it just means we put in rules and regulations that make things better for everyone. Do you understand that? So going back to my point, you don't just do good, you have to do right. Because in as much as, like I said, and it may sound negative, you may hear that and think, oh, well, many people were attacked from a country, yet many people have been successful and become wealthy as a result of what Facebook does with advertising. I hope that example is clear for you, because those of you who are building businesses, you may do things that may not seem uh, legally right, if, uh, let me use a better word, or morally right in somebody's eyes. But actually, what you're doing advances humanity. So it may not be good in the eyes of man, morally good in the eyes of man, but it's right for the sake of advancing humanity. What Facebook did, although there was an issue, sometimes it cannot be avoided. Sometimes they actually have to happen for the sake of humanity advancing. It takes mental resilience. Because really and truly, he should have cowered away and run away and said, you know what, stop Facebook with this huge problem, uh, this huge issue, let's just wrap everything up and do something else. But actually, he saw that as an opportunity to advance. He saw it as an opportunity to make humanity better, more relatable, more interconnecting. So if you believe in what you're building as much as you claim to, you're okay to go through life's trials. You're okay to go through life's battles because you know that this is for the betterment of humanity. Is it tough? Yes. Will you get knocked down maybe a hundred times? Absolutely. But in the end, will you succeed? If you stand the test of time, yes. If you have the right mental tolerance, then absolutely. If you have the right kind of team around you, then you're winning. So I want you to look at your problems today, some of your challenges today, and actually be happy. Embrace them. Absorb them. I heard my mentor say a while back, he said, if you're truly going to be a successful person, expose yourselves to pain. If you're truly going to be a great entrepreneur, a great businessman or woman or, or anything great in life, you've got to have a very high pain threshold because pain is inevitable on the road to success. Actually, pain is part of the journey. And if you can't deal with small pains that come now, it's going to be more difficult for you to try and achieve what you're trying to achieve in the long haul. So absorb pain now. Get ready for it. And most pain won't come from ex, uh, the most far places. Actually, they will come from the most closest around you. It may be the people you're working with, the friends you're trying to build with, 
the people you expect to be with you forever. So actually, when pain comes now and issues comes now, I don't see them as problems anymore. I see them more as opportunities. And that's how you've got to look at things around you. Don't look at things as this is something that's going to set me back. Actually, look at it as this is a setup. And if you can see it as a setup, it's likely that what you will achieve is things that go beyond the norm. Things that cause you to be the great, not just the good. Like I say, you may need to write that down somewhere so that you can think about it a little bit more. Good is the enemy of great. Greatness is scientific. Success is scientific. It's not a fluke. It's not accidental. The consistency of you doing things on a day-to-day -day basis, the way you uh, get up every morning, how you train your body, how you train your mind are things that prepare you for success. So it is scientific. You can calculate if someone will be successful. I've got 28 businesses who sit under the umbrella of the Elite Prosperity Family and the Collective Enterprise and I'm using those 28 businesses as really 28 opportunities with 28 lives. It's those businesses that I'm trying to create to become the global regulating bodies for every business. How you do your finance, how you look at um, R&Ds, research and developments, how you look at marketing, how you look at advertising, the collective enterprise will be the regulatory body for all those things. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a challenge. But I've got to embrace and absorb those challenges, knowing that if I can overcome them, what I've got in TCE and the elite prosperity family and what you have in the things that you are building are things that will advance humanity and how people will live tomorrow. It's gonna to be a fight. So you've gotta build up. You've gotta exercise your brain on a day-to-day -day basis. And how do you do that? Like I said, number one, knowing that life is unfair. Don't expect for you to get the things that you want uh, immediately. It doesn't work like that. And if you do, then kudos to you, you're doing a good job. But for those of us who know that we're going to embark on the journey of pain, you, you must know that life is unfair. And every day you're meeting certain resistances that are making you more powerful, making you more strong, making you more tolerant, and actually making you more simple. And in that simpleness, it's just you saying that I'm just focused on this vision and this mission. So as we speak on our Mondays, I want you to think with me. I want you to place the problems that you have in the forefront of your mind and ask yourself, how do we attack today? How do we fight today? How much mental capacity have I built up in order for me to take on today's challenge? Because the challenge is coming. If you're going to be great and if you're destined to be great, you will meet the challenge. I can say 20 million in six months because I believe I deserve it. <laughs> I believe that my vision is so strong enough that it needs it. I'm deserving of it. 
That's such a bold statement, right? Like, how dare she? It's called audacity. And the audacity comes, it comes from what I believe in. It, becomes from, it comes from what I know. So it's not cockiness. I think it's just me being very sure. And again, these things have come from my experience with leadership, me seeing things uh, materialize, going from living in a house with rats. And I won't say what area in, but we were in a very tight house uh, with rats running amongst us. We were sharing packets of Indomie <laughs> with Mickey Mouse. But now we're in, in, in an environment where deers meet us and wake us up every morning. How, how beautiful is that? <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm still not facing challenges, of course. But the challenge is different from what we met when we were in the well house. The challenges that we're meeting today are things like how do we financially finance the things that we're building? How do we get young people to think different? to be different, to embrace different. These are the challenges that we're meeting today. How do we build things that we've never seen before? How do we create communities? How do we nation build? These are the challenges that I'm meeting today. So actually, vision is also very progressive. Mental resilience is progressive according to the challenges that you're meeting today because I won't need enough mental resilience to deal with what I was dealing with in the well house. That level of mental resilience was for then, but it heightens and gets stronger depending on the weight of the challenge that I'm meeting today. So don't run away. Don't carry away. If you know your core to success, if you know your call to greatness, embrace the pain, embrace the problems. Those are the things that make you, they qualify you, they prepare you for where you're going in life. And like I was speaking with Christelle this morning, certain the challenges that you meet today. I remember when she started cooking her first meal, it was awful. We all laughed. I think we all spat it out and said, take that to the bin. But now we can't get enough because she's gone through having to deal with that rejection. Rejection sets you up for you to fight even more. Rejection should build up enough capacity for you to know that there is an acceptation somewhere else. It causes you to think. It causes you to get better, to get stronger. So when we rejected the first meal, she had to go away and think. She had to go get better. She had to go get more creative. She had to build up capacity and tolerance. So now she's letting us know she's got clients every day. It's, 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 it's even tough to get breakfast from her now because she's so, that, she's so booked up. But what is she now thinking? What is her next level of challenge? How do I now create the world's best culinary school? That wasn't her challenge two years ago. Because two years ago, she gave us our first meal that we hated. But as she's growing, as she's developing, as she's building up mental resilience, the challenges and demands that she's meeting on a day-to-day -day basis increases. So meet the demands. Don't go down without a fight. Don't accept defeat. The acceptation of defeat 
basically lets us know that your vision was too small. Lets us know that what you were saying that you believed in was actually irrelevant. Don't go down without a fight. Embrace today, embrace your week. Look at this whole week and say, this is my week of fight. Whatever challenges me to me, I don't care what it is. It's supposed to be there to make me stronger. It's supposed to be there to fortify me. It's supposed to be there to challenge my belief system. If your business is Tony Silver, you're looking at what, is it what would it take me to contend against the Amiris, against Gucci, against Louis Vuitton, and it must be far-fetched like that. The vision must be that deep. If you are a We Are Design Nation, you're looking at how do you contend and how do you become greater than the BBCs or the Ofcoms or the whoever you people contend with, the ITVs. How do you create programs and channels that stimulate intellect, a new generation of people? That's how you're thinking. Mental resilience is dealing with you because everything that faces you in life will challenge you and tell you that you can't do it. But in your heart, you're believing that you can. Mental toughness. So I don't want these Mondays to be too deep. I'm not even preaching to you. But I do want you to know that leadership at the early stage of your life will help you deal with life's challenges and life's battles. So you may decide that actually, I don't have a battle. But your leader will. Join them on their battle. Find out what they're doing. See how they've been able to win little battles and get to where they are now and follow, copy, if you have to, the things that they've done to achieve what they are becoming. If you can do that, you're on the road to success. If you can do that, then definitely the things that you are setting out to do in life, you can achieve. Now, these are just very little talks, and these are things that I want to get your mind open to. Leadership must expose you to pain. In fact, you must be deliberate enough to expose yourself to pain, to know how much of a threshold you have, how much tolerance you have when pain come meets you. So I hope you can get ready with me and look forward to some of the talks that we're going to have. This is just a little introduction to some of the conversations we'll be having. And it's likely I'll have a co-host who will bounce back and ask questions um, with the things that I'm saying. And maybe even hear from you. We may have a live stream where you can actually add some of your thoughts and opinions in so that we can begin to get you closer and closer to where you need to be. When rejected, what mobilizes you is your purpose. Can you hold on to that? If you're rejected, what should keep you mobilized is your purpose. I'll leave it on that note today because it's breakfast time and I'm ready to eat. And I'm sure you guys also want to get to your workplaces and do the things that you need to do. Um, and it's going to be a great day. I'll see if Chrissy's ready. Oh, she's here. Beautiful. All right. I love that. Back again. Wow, this is what you call gourmet breakfast. I hope the camera can catch it. I think you can put it down some way, somehow. Chrissy, I was just telling them the first time you cooked for us, it was horrendous. 
remember you guys praising me on that day. We did that to make you feel better, but it was hideous. I did vomit, uh, but things have got better now. I love it. All right, guys. It's been awesome speaking to you. Can't wait for next week's episode. I'll see you then. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.